This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. things that I started to do and I was telling you about this Claire wasn't I it was that I was starting to create a stop doing list because I think you know when we think about wanting to improve things for ourselves or wanting to make changes it seems to be that it's all about doing more stuff and adding more things onto the pile however if we're already feeling a little bit overwhelmed or already feeling like there's too much happening and we're not quite sure where to focus that can actually be quite detrimental for our mental well-being and it's kind of like another plate to start spinning and more things to start juggling and there's a there's a whole you know train of thought there's a whole concept around this idea of stop doing and it's you know a technique that anybody can apply and it can apply to lots of different things so that's what we're going to be talking about this afternoon we're going to be talking about the benefits of stopping things and stopping doing things and a little bit of letting go in that and you know maybe sharing some examples what those things could be what do you think about this concept of stop doing Claire just kind of gets let's get some initial thoughts so when you were talking about it of what you were doing because we we very often talk about we don't do new year's resolutions yeah it's more things that we, like you said, it was things that you wanted to stop doing. It's things that I wanted to bring in, manifest, that kind of thing. I wanted to work more on my mental well-being, even though we already do lots, obviously, with our business, but even more so. I really liked this concept of stopping, and it's funny because like. I could only really think of one thing when you initially said it to me of what you were doing. And it's something that I was reading about because very often I re- I have really bad sleep patterns. You know, I go to bed regular time, get up at a regular time, but sleep sometimes eludes me. My brain is constantly, constantly going. So that doesn't help when there's things going on in my mind and I'd read this thing about how to go to sleep like anywhere in about two minutes I think it was mm-hmm. something like that might have even been less and it's something that the army used because basically they've got to let they've got to get their heads down to be able to function and you know they could be in the middle of a war zone and needing to sleep through what noise and I'm sure they don't have like a comfy bed with a duvet and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, can't see them packing all that in their backpacks and carrying that around with them. 
Um, and what what that was saying about was, you know, um, it was doing a whole head to toe, relaxing your body thing, which is something that we do anyway within our mindfulness and within our meditations. It's like getting our body to relax. But the key thing for me was that they were say it was saying if people are carrying on thinking about things, they just say to themselves, "Stop thinking, stop thinking." Ah. And it was really weird because I just thought, having gone through NLP, neuro linguistic programming, there, there's this thing about how your brain reacts to positive statements. But if you tell it to not do something, then it's going to have to do it first to then be able to stop it. Okay. So we always talk about, so don't think of a pink elephant. Well, you weren't thinking of one, but now it's there. Oh, it's such a glorious pink <laughs> elephant that's in my mind now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and so it's sort of like there's that kind of aspect of things. But I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. And I'd, I'd started doing my relaxing, but my brain was constantly going. And I just went to go. I went to myself, stop thinking, stop thinking, stop thinking. And I said it three times. And then I can't remember. Wow. I was asleep. <laughs> and do you know what? It's worked for me more often than it's not worked for me. There are times when, yeah, currently, um, you know, over the Christmas period and stuff, there's been things going on in my head. But that that's had a, a, a big uh, impact on me. But I have to say, even then, more often than not, that's worked just telling myself to stop thinking and it seems to have it's it's done it so that's the only thing that i could think of and what i am i've actually gone i'm going to do that and made a conscious effort to go right i'm just gonna include that in my sleep now when my head's not tuning out i'm gonna tell it to stop thinking and like i say more often than not it works so when you started saying about how we could talk about maybe we need to stop doing things, it really it really got me thinking more. It was sort of like, I, I don't know. What is it I need to stop thinking? Mm. And it was really difficult. So actually, if I'm honest, I turned around and said, well, I'm just going to leave that to my unconscious mind and see what it comes up with because I, I trust that. I think that's really good way to approach it because if something's not there it's not prominent it's not obvious mm. then actually maybe you just need to kind of muse on that and then it will come it will come to light you know yeah. it will present itself when the time is right mm. so going back to your example of the you know the sleep thing yeah this is really interesting isn't it because you know going back to what you're saying about yeah we would normally as coaches we would normally get people to because people often talk about what they want to stop doing yeah. or what they want to let go of or what they want to change but I want to not have. Yeah. Um, and we get them to frame it in the positive. So that's then a goal that they can then work towards. Yeah. But there's something in this, isn't there, about the way that we speak to ourselves. Mm. And I think that's what's underpinning, um, you know, like the example that you're sharing there, because we know how powerful our voice is, our external voice and our inner voice. Mm. And actually what you're doing, it seems to me, is that in that example, is you, you, you're training your mind to respond to that command. Yeah, and it's really funny because obviously this is where it came from. It came from people in the army. But the way I speak to myself when I'm saying stop thinking is very, it is very commanding. Mm. It's assertive and it is very much a, I know best. 
So, so you I, believe it? Yeah. And well, and isn't that half the battle? That is more than half, more the, than battle. half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why we are called three B because believe. <laughs> um, yeah, the belief thing is really important. Yeah, definitely. I think that has gone, and I don't think I don't think I realised it till you just mentioned it. But yeah, I, I do say it in a commanding way, and I do believe it. I do believe that I can stop that thinking. So yeah, it's really weird. I hadn't thought about that. How powerful are you? It's you, do you know what I mean. That's yeah. what it's striking me that actually we have all this power within us, mm. you know, to be able to sort of change things so radically. Because I know how much you've struggled with sleeping, and that's. I know you're saying it doesn't always work every single time, but actually the fact that it's working more often than yeah. it's not working, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So there's something in the power of the stop, you know, and actually it shows for me just how the, the potential that there is with this. Actually, it feels like there's a, we're taking charge. You know, we talk a lot about control and, you know, certainty and all that kind of stuff and how that, that doesn't really exist. Mm. But actually there are small things that we can do. You mentioned about being assertive. It's, a bit, it's very affirmative, mm. I think, isn't it? Yeah, which sort of, so it's sort of like, so we're saying we're going to stop doing things, which can be seen as, which can be seen as a negative, hmm. but it's a good negative. Negative start with it, so it's it's not seen as a working towards something. But we're going to stop something, which, like you say, we don't usually do in coaching and in hypnotherapy, all that kind of stuff. It's instead of I want to stop smoking, it's I want to be a non-smoker. There's be something like yeah. that. So um, there is that, but then there is also that it's very positive because it's an affirming thing. So one of the things that came to mind was I'm going to stop letting other people's judgments impact so heavily on me. Wow. That's and it's brilliant. It, that's very affirming. Yeah. Really affirming. But it's still with the stop. And actually I'm I mean obviously I'm I'm sitting with you as you're as you're sharing this with me and your whole body language and demeanour and the way that you said that. I believe wholeheartedly that that is something that you're going to start because you believe it. Yeah. And I think that's the key with this stopping. So I think you have to believe it. I think if you're half-hearted in it or you're, you're going to do the trying, yeah. you're going to try <laughs> to not, I don't think it works. No, no. I think that's the whole thing. I think... To make this stop into a real positive, affirming thing, you have to sort of like just jump in with both feet. You have to go into it wholeheartedly, like you've just said. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe that that is definitely what you want and what you need and what you can do. And I think that's the difference it has on you. I think that's quite a, a key point, really, within this. So it needs to be something that we really definitely no longer want. Yeah. So whether it's a behaviour or it's, you know, a feeling or a thought that kind of keeps coming in and encroaching or it's an activity. It could be something that we're actually doing in our lives that's just one too many things, mm. you know, that we it's making us feel overloaded. It could be to do with a, a friendship or a relationship that's no longer serving, you know, that's kind of going to stop doing something within that or let it go altogether. Mm -hmm. 
so you know your example that was yeah very affirming how do we how did you come to that you know how do we what I'm, I'm trying to get at is sort of how if someone's listening to this now how do they know what it is that they want to stop so like i was saying before when you first mentioned it the only thing i could think of was this stop thinking when i'm going to sleep and it might sound really strange if you haven't done this before but we have we have a conscious mind that's you know we're thinking about it we understand things it's very much we're aware of this we have an unconscious mind and our unconscious mind if i if i explain it as you don't have to keep telling yourself to keep breathing your unconscious mind will do it automatically i always for think you. that's such a good example yeah yeah so you're not you're not sitting there going and breathe and breathe and breathe go because let's face it you won't be able to do anything else <laughs> so our unconscious mind is in control of our body and is actually in control of our minds a lot of the time as well so the unconscious mind is really really powerful it knows what we need it's the thing that tells us that we're in pain because we need to address maybe some part of our body because there's something not quite right there so our unconscious mind is really really powerful and i talk to my unconscious mind a lot there's going to be people going, this woman's a loony. Well, yeah, I am, but I'm still doing this. <laughs> so I talk to it a lot. I ask it questions. And your phrase is always, questions ignite the mind. I know it's not your it's personal, not but it's something it's that Nancy you use Clyde, a lot. But yeah, it's, I love it. It's the, the lovely Nancy Clyde. But yeah, you use it a lot. So it, for me, it's your you I hear saying that. And I ask it questions, and that's what I did. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure of well, what is it I want to stop doing. Is there anything I want to stop doing? And I think this is because I'm programmed, because of my hypnotherapy NLP training, I'm programmed to look at the positives. Mm. So it's never, you know, I, I never look at it as in I, I want to lose weight or I want to stop eating chocolate which isn't what we're talking about no. and i just wanted to make that clear yeah as well. i think it's important to make that distinction yeah it's not about oh i'm doing this for a certain amount of time or whatever but i'm more phrased in the okay i want to i want to and in the positive so i just asked my mind i just asked my unconscious what kind of things would be beneficial for me to stop doing and i didn't and then i left it i didn't think about it i didn't do anything else i just asked it the question i asked it the next day the same question and i asked it the day after because i am a big believer in three, three. yeah magic number bit three is the magic number three b's, three b's. so <laughs> <laughs> um so i asked it the question and it came to me so I personally think maybe if you're not comfortable asking your unconscious, just sit with yourself and see what comes to your mind because we don't often do that. We don't sit and listen to whatever comes. Things that come into our minds is very often when we're out and about doing stuff or at night when we're sleeping and it may be bad stuff, negative stuff. It can be good stuff as well, but that's when we listen to things. Don't do it at night. Do it during the day. Do it when 
you're feeling you've got you know some time and just sit and don't expect anything just see what kind of thoughts come into your mind and i think you'll get it i think things will come through and those things that come through i think you for me i i knew that for me i knew that for my own well-being and health i needed to really start taking on board other people's judgments and reacting to that, taking them personally, because it upsets me, it causes me anxiety, and it's not their life. I'm doing it for reasons for me and for what I think are good reasons and kind reasons. I do things, therefore I don't have to justify myself to anybody else. And that's what came to me. And I think that's what will happen. I think it will come. But that's that's my take on it. What about you? I, I love that explanation. I just, I love the idea of asking our unconscious. And I know that you do do this. Mm. And I know that it works for you. And I think I do it in a less um, explicit way. I think because I'm constantly kind of, you know, going over things and talking to myself. And I think... Yeah, I think for me, I think it's it, it was it was a little bit about there were certain things that were I'm just finding that they're kind of they're too much for me. And it was sort of making me realize that I've got too many things that I am trying to focus on. Yeah. So I think for me, it was a bit more it was clearer to me that the in order to be able to function, you know, more productively, more healthily, mm. I was going to have to let go of some things. And so I'm starting to kind of work through what those things are. And some of them are about behaviours and about responses like yours. You know, it's kind of like not taking things on board or, you know, when that happens, you know, I'm going to leave it. Mm. And I'm going to stop kind of having the thoughts that kind of take me into the reaction mm. that isn't helpful. So some of it's to do with people. But a really basic thing <laughs> that came to my mind because one of the things that I find I'm actually finding as a source of stress is information overload. Now we do a lot of research for the work that we do, mm. and I'm you know me I'm really interested in kind of reading up on stuff. And I also find that in order to be able to speak about it and to share it with other people, I want to feel informed, mm. and I want to feel as though I know it and I understand it for myself. And so that's been a big part of the last few years for me has been sort of researching reading and a big part of that has been signing up to other people's email lists now email lists are great because you know they bring information they bring resources they tell you about events that are happening so many good things we have a newsletter that we send out ourselves on an email don't we it's it's a little bit intermittent it's kind of it doesn't always come as regularly as it's usually as, once a quarter. It's usually once a quarter. Yeah, because we um, think people can deal with once a quarter. Yeah, because we co- and we sort of decided that because we didn't want to overload people, mm. because we know what it can feel like if you've constantly got stuff sort of coming into your inbox. And I'm a bit old fashioned. I still use the old email. I still quite like an email. So I'm signed up to. Would you believe Claire? Well over fifty different email lists and it was only when I sat and looked at them and counted them and I was quite shocked that there was that many no wonder you had information overload (laughs) just seeing 50 emails coming in from that never mind the rest of the stuff 
you know, other emails that are like work and yeah. friends and stuff like exactly. that. Yeah. So these were all coming in to me. And these are all things that really, because I'm a bit of a collector. Mm. I collect people, I collect ideas, I collect resources. And I, I'm a big one for kind of like keeping it for a rainy day. Yeah. But what I was finding was that I wasn't actually going back to it on the rainy day. Yeah. And so all of these things, really lovely intentions, all designed to things that started out as stuff to help me and things I have benefited from because information I found out about, like I say, events happening, stuff going on out in the world that's just wonderful stories about people, maybe people we've ended up connecting with. Ideas have been generated. But I think I've reached a point where actually that stuff wasn't helping me. It was no longer being a positive mm. and actually turned into a huge negative. It's starting to make me feel quite anxious about, oh, I need to do something with that or we need to go to there. And, oh, and I've not sorted that out. And then I'm kind of getting absorbed into all this stuff coming at me and not even dealing with the things that I already know and I already have. So what I did was, quite radical the other night, this is radical for me anyway. This is about as radical as it gets. I unsubscribed from every single email alert, email list, newsletter, however valuable, however wonderful the work is that the people are doing. You know, so there's some small groups on there, there's some charitable organisations, there's newsletters, there's information, there's social things, arts organisations, all the kind of stuff that I love because I'm not doing anything with any of it. Mm. And I've unsubscribed from everything. And this is how I found out that I was subscribed to over 50 kind of email lists because I, I actually wrote them down handwritten on a piece of paper and I filled two sides of A4. <laughs> and the reason why I did that was because I wanted to keep a track of what I'd been signed up to and so that I can do a little evaluation maybe in a few months' time and go back to it and think, have I missed that? Mm. Have I found that information out in another way? You know, has it been, has there been a gaping hole in my life because I haven't had this? And already it feels amazing. I go onto my inbox and I haven't had any more emails. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm just feeling so clever with myself right now. And I know someone might be sitting out there thinking, wow, okay, this woman really needs to get a life. <laughs> But actually, if you've recognised that that's causing you an issue, that that's actually impacting on your mental well-being. You know, when you were saying before, like, you could see me and I, I looked very, yeah, positive about that. You look lighter with it. Your face <laughs> brightened up when you said it. And I think clearly, clearly this was right for you to do at this point. And like you say, you can always... You've kept records, so you can always go back, you know, and check in or see what, if there is something that you're going, no, I do miss that. I personally think you're not going to do any of it. I don't think you're going <laughs> to sign like, back, go back. So, Yeah, because I think you're right. There, are, there is research. You can find things out. You can go in and find stuff. I personally think there's too much marketing by people. I really connect with some people and then, when I'm getting daily emails, I just think, <laughs> no. And it, it it gets to me, but I don't have, I didn't have 50, that's for sure. Um, there was somebody I'd unsubscribed from because it literally is every other day I'm getting an email from them. 
and then I was the same I wasn't reading it I was going I'll have to come back to that I'll have to come back to that and then I was never going back to it and then it's just the names there all the time and I just think it's too much I, I do think there's too much going on it's bombarding and I know that's how that's why we don't do that because we don't like it happening to us um, I think more people need to get savvy with that but that's something you've stopped and it's something that you've done and then you've also gone let's see let's see where that takes me so I think that's really important that you've gone I really need to stop this so I'm stopping all of these emails but then I'm gonna spend some time reviewing that have I missed anything is there something I've not found out do I do I want to subscribe again? So even though it's a very much, a, it's a really positive and it's a really emphatic, I need to stop this and I've done it. And I'm really pleased about that because you could see that, you know, you, you, you are really happy that you've done that. It doesn't mean you're never going to go back to one or two. But what it may mean is that you don't, you're a bit more diligent when you're subscribing to things, yeah. maybe. Or maybe you'll unsubscribe quicker to some things because you'll see if you're getting them too often. I think that's it. And I think there's something here about being... It was making me think about being discerning mm. about sort of where we place our attention because it fits really well with all that kind of theory around, you know, what are we focusing on? What's taking up our attention? Because that's... If it's not something that we need or it's something that we're finding stressful or overwhelming, that's just sucking energy mm. away from us isn't it? And it's preventing us from focusing on what we do want to be concentrating on and what we do want to be and what can be kind of building us up. And I think we've, we're living in an age of the, you know, the kind of FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. Or, and I think for me, because I'm kind of like in my family, I'm the sort of like the organiser of stuff, mm. you know, and things to do. And I'm always looking for things for us to do as a family or interesting things that my stepdaughter might be wanting to do or, you know, the next kind of, oh, where can we go visit? Mm. You know, and I try to be very proactive with that. So that's another reason why I've sort of, I've got a lot of stuff coming in and, and we found a lot of interesting things to do as a result of that. But actually, again, those places are already out there and I can go and find them in another way. Mm. And I think it's, yeah, for me, it's kind of, it's giving me a little bit of peace so that's that's kind of my version of peace. And I'm just going to share a really sad thing that I did because <laughs> I'm just, this is a bit of insight into me because I felt guilty about unsubscribing from people's emails. I know. I felt, so I felt bad about it, particularly if they were like a, a nice organisation that I loved. So, you know, when you unsubscribe and it says, can you tell us why? And there's a little box so if you click other a little box opens mm. so I wrote them a nice message <laughs> which is probably nobody is going to read because <laughs> it's probably just computer generated algorithm thing um, but I felt compelled to do that but I wondered as I was doing it was it kind of like I was really writing the message to myself as a sort of a mm. yeah this is why you're doing this so I know that probably sounds absurd. It does, well, it doesn't to me. It doesn't to me. And I bet I bet some of our listeners are going, no, I completely get that. Because actually that is, if you need, I don't know if it's validation or you need 
it's like you're giving yourself those words, but rather than saying it to yourself, you're typing it to something on that computer. But that's going into you as well. Yeah. I mean, we've I, we've always said that when we do coaching, and if we, you know, say something within that coaching session or whatever goes on in that, we learn from that as well. You yeah. know, we take that on board as well. So anything good like that. So I think you're just taking on some some goodness about so to help you to not feel guilty about leaving them. Doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. The <laughs> least that you'd felt guilty about it. That's you all over. Well, I don't like to think that I'm not supporting something that I think is amazing. Mm. And I know how it feels as a small enterprise like we are. Yeah. You know, to have supporters, to have people that read your newsletter, to have people that come to your things. It's, it's so, so important. And so I don't want to be letting anybody down <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. This is 3B, the mental wellbeing company with Let's Talk Wellbeing. So some interesting stories there, <laughs> insight into Claire and Sue and how we're kind of identifying ways to sort of stop doing things. There is something very liberating about this, though. You know, the kind of the, it sort of, it fits with the whole principles around kind of minimalism and, and you know, this sort of like letting, shedding, letting go, you know, kind of, I don't know, just that, taking back that little bit of control, I suppose, in areas of your life where you can sort of make decisions and be more kind of proactive. I think that's it for me. It's, it's very much about sort of I'm going to be proactive about this because this is something I can change and I can do it instantly, mm. in my example. You mm. know, it's kind of... And on you with the, the sleep thing, you know, that was that's kind of something you're doing in the, in the here and now. And with the other thing, with this sort of like how you're responding to others... We talk a lot about noticing on this show, don't we? We do. <laughs> the yeah. N-word for us. And it's sort of, yeah, noticing is a big part, I think, of learning to retrain your brain if you need to or tuning in to what's going on with you. So I'm sure that for you, with your example, there's going to be some noticing going on. Very much so. Very much so. And I think that that can happen with a lot of people when you stop doing things i think you might find yourself doing it and then going oh i, I should have stopped doing that so the big caveat is this is not something to beat yourself up over but what is useful to do is to go and this is what i i've already said to myself if i notice that, that i am taking and things on that other people have judged against I, I'm going to say to myself, I'm going to stop taking this on board. So rather than, oh, you were going to stop doing this or, oh, you've done this again. It's just, I'm just going to reiterate, I am going to stop taking this on board. I love that. Because it's just, it's reaffirming. Mm -hmm. It's just reaffirming again and again. And then 
what I'm hoping will happen is it will it'll seep through. So if every time it happens in my brain, that neuron fires, and instead of going somewhere bad or dwelling on it, it goes to, we're stopping doing that. Well, hopefully that'll be the dead end of it. There'll be no more neurons firing that carries that on. That's what I'm hoping for, that eventually it'll just be, I'm stopping doing this, right? And then I can carry on and it doesn't affect me then because I've stopped it. I think that's so helpful. Because often what we do is, you know, you know, if we find ourselves doing the thing that we wanted to stop, we go into a real kind of negative spiral with the self-talk, don't we? Oh, yeah. you should have given this up by now. Mm. What are you doing this for? So that it's sort of like just stopping that in its tracks, really, isn't it? Another thing that you're stopping yeah. by replacing yeah, like... it with this phrase that you've got that you're going to kind of repeat to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like you say, the more that you embed that, into your psyche, into your unconscious, then your your mind is just going to recognise it. Yeah, it's a little bit like a mantra. Yeah. So it's a little bit like a mantra, So, but it's mine, it's personal. So it's sort of, it's a hybrid of a mantra and an affirmation. <laughs> I'm doing this hybrid approach where it's mine, that's what I'm going to say because it'll remind me mm. and hopefully, like you say, it'll stop it in its tracks. It's an aftra. It's an astro. I was trying to combine the two words and it's not working for me. Hibernation or something like that. Yeah. A mantranation. Then this might be a good point to go into my song. I think it might, yeah, definitely. As soon as you started talking about, oh, I'm going to stop doing this and I think it'd be useful to talk about this on the radio, the first thing that came into my mind was this song. And it's Stop by the Spice Girls and it's just I like I quite like the song uh, you know the, the lyrics stop right now thank you very much but actually when you listen to the lyrics there's a lot more involved in it and I really like this slowing down because it's part of that in here mm. so this slowing things down because I also think again what we've just been talking about we put pressure on ourselves so you're stopping you've stopped all these but that's not to say that you might not be signing up to others as we're going along. Definitely I'm not. stopping taking judgments, on, but that's not to say that I'm not. it's not going to impact on me. And all the things that maybe we start to come up with. I have deliberately only chosen one for now that, that I'm going to work towards. But I think if we slow things down, it's a case of it's another stopping. It reminds me of our, of our breathe, that pause button. Mm. Why am I doing this? What What's going on? Okay, what is it I want from this? This is what I'm... Remind ourselves to stop. Slow that down can very often help us to make that step into where we need to go. I just think it's a great one to sing if you want to stop. Yeah. But it, for me, it's like, because it's quite upbeat and everything else, then you're not going to give yourself a hard time over it. So just keep telling yourself you need to stop right now. Stop right now. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. You've been nice to yourself as well. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. There's something really, it feels really, um, it's like a bit of a gift, this stop doing thing, isn't it? It's like a bit of a free thing that we can sort of access. You know, because of this idea that it's always about sort of needing to do more or needing to do, mm-hmm. you know, kind of be better or improve. And it's all sort of, and and that, and that's good stuff, you know, if it's the right thing for you. 
but we don't often talk we all, we often talk about doing more and working towards things rather than just stopping doing things and letting go of things it's almost like there's a bit of a shame around that isn't yeah. there like we're not you know we're not carrying enough we're not doing enough we're not kind of striving And I think the new year brings that. It does. I do think there is so much emphasis on setting new year's resolutions and they're always, I've never had anybody say to me their new year's resolution is to stop doing something or is to do less. Mm. I've never heard that. It's always been like most of the time it's I'm going to go to the gym one day. Well, that's trying to fit something else in or... I'm going to do this. or I'm going. It's always adding stuff. And I think we're very big in this, well, I was going to say in this country, but actually across the world, I think we're very big at going, you need to do more. You need to work really hard so that you can show that you're working. And it's like how many times we've had conversations with our clients, with ourselves, each other, over, well, that comes really easy to me I remember talking to you about my hypnotherapy course and it was like it doesn't feel like I'm learning it because it feels like I've got it and I kept going there's there's clearly I'm doing something wrong because it came so natural to me Mm. and it was really weird so what is that all about and I think this is all all geared up within this we we put something out last year that went out in our newsletter about slowing down yes we did yeah I think more than ever that's what we should be doing these what we call meta skills the this seems to be the new word everybody's like getting on board with these meta skills now work everything and one of those is communication one of those is creativity well how can you be creative if you've not got the time so actually maybe giving yourself some time to then be creative I haven't done any artwork or anything like that for a whole year. And just before Christmas, I was, I'm going to make, I'm not buying Christmas cards again. I am going to make my Christmas cards. Now, I didn't make many. I sent them to all my neighbours because I live in really lovely, close, all my neighbours. I love them. I made all of those ones because I wanted a person, and now they may not, they may not think anything of it. It might be just like, oh yeah, it's a Christmas card. But it meant something to me. I was sending them something where I'd given them time and I'd deliberately worked at something. So that was something that was important to me and I got a lot out of that. And it's reinvigorated that I actually do want to make my card. So I made my dad's birthday card again. And it is sort of like all of those kind of things. You can only do that if you're giving yourself time. And the reason I haven't is because I've been working. Been working so late, so long in the night then looking after my dad, going sorting things out for him, trying to see friends as well. And it was just, I was packing my time so much so that if I had a weekend, it was like slumped. I was like, walk the dogs and then I'd just crash because I was so tired. But it's like, that's important. So actually slowing it down and stopping things, I personally feel is more important right now with where we are than adding things to the list of stuff that you're doing i'm wholeheartedly signing up to that absolutely i think you're right i think as a as as human beings as a society as a a nation and as a you know as a global you know kind of situation 
yeah we don't need more of things apart from things like kindness and compassion yes obviously which we could do more of which if we, we stop stuff. yeah and creativity and kind of big thinkers mm. yeah i think you're right i think it's yeah i, I really relate to your description there and i there's something about using the noticing thing to kind of okay when that starts creeping back in maybe it's time to stop doing something on your list or if you're feeling like maybe you know I can't I can't let go of any of these things maybe there's something small mm. that you could maybe delegate mm. to somebody else or kind of ask for help with you know it, 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 the, how you choose to stop is going to look very differently oh, yeah from you know the, we are just sharing some of our own insight and examples just to kind of get the ball rolling and get you thinking I've picked another stop song. Fab. I picked the Supremes, the Stopping the Name of Love. I love it. Because, I, I mean, I know it's a kind of a, it's a song about, you know, someone sort of in love and sort of shouting out to someone else about what you're up to, you know, <laughs> and it's and it's kind of, but I thought actually it fits really well because I sort of, I like this idea of stopping the name of love, you know. Because love for yourself. Yeah, because you're doing yeah. it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was a really nice, you know, kind of another mantra, if you like that we can apply oh stop in the name of love there you go so think it over that's how we have to do it yeah and think it over yeah so if you're noticing that you're kind of it's encroaching it's the things creeping back in stop right now thank you very much stop in the name of love yeah think, think it, it over, over. I, like it. <laughs> I like it oh dear <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I think a good place to start for people with this is to maybe think about, maybe do, you know, a stop doing list. What are all the things? You know, is it is it behaviours? Is it thoughts? Is it something in your life that you really just don't need? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe kind of just write it all down or kind of grab somebody, you know, you, you love and trust and just tell them. You know, let it out. Get it. Let's get all these sort of stop doing things sort of down, and then maybe kind of just pick one thing hmm. just to get you started. And if there's not a list, just let your mind tell you what it's going to be. Mm. Let it be intuitive and come to you. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I I really like this. Stop doing things. Slow it down. Stop doing it. If you have got list, maybe tear them all up. Put them in a jar maybe once a month you can pick one out and go that's what i'm going to concentrate on this month oh, I like even that. if you put it back in the jar after that month because it might come up again mm. you could do something like that and i think that's part of it actually because something we didn't talk about was you know it, it might be that you just do this temporarily or you mm-hmm. just do it for a month or you just do it for six months or a period of time just to see you know and a bit like with my email lists and newsletters you know it's kind of like i'll maybe put a note in my diary to sort of have a look at those again and see if if it's made any difference Mm. or you know am I really desperately missing these sources of information that are coming in at me so yeah you can kind of regulate it and you can review it and you can be in charge of that that's a brilliant thing about this Mm. as a technique isn't it it is it's completely at your disposal to do whatever it is that you want it's really personal and it might be that something that you pick actually turns into, you know, because it might be that, well, I still need to do some of this in a way, but I want to stop doing it this way. So I'm not thinking of an example, but do you know what I mean? It might be something that you still have to do, but it's the way that you're doing it that you want to stop. 
yeah, like I am going to stop cleaning the house. Well, that's not going to happen because <laughs> I know my partner will just stop as well, not help <laughs> at all. But maybe it's like I'll stop trying to do it all on ah, one day. That's good. And maybe I can split things up. Mm. So from the stopping comes a new way yeah. of maybe approaching it. Yeah. That's more manageable, that's more you, that's more in line with how we need to be supporting ourselves and our mental well-being. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what this is all about at the end of the day. This is about getting to know ourselves, noticing things, tuning in, and, and using those three Bs, particularly the breathe, to get to the heart of what's really going on for us rather than just skimming along the surface all the time in the way that we live our lives. Mm. Being more you, you know, believing in yourself and your abilities and what you're capable of and reaching for that pause button when you need to, taking that time to breathe. So, yeah, good stuff, Claire. Always good stuff. <laughs> I always learn something and it's, it's always interesting what comes out, yeah. You get me thinking a lot. Well, I think we do. And hopefully we've got you thinking as well. So let us know. Do get in touch. You can email us. Different email. (laughs) Wellbeing at weare3b.com and we'll look forward to hearing from you. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.